0: Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real-world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. What's going on?
1: Life is good, man. It's phenomenal, even, man. I got to get my phenomenal huh?
0: We got to get the weather out of the way. It's been beautiful, sort of.
1: Okay, I wasn't gonna talk about the weather. I was gonna see if we can make the podcast. You can just start with it. <laughs> I was
0: like, "Well, let's just get it out of the way." <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, we, we've had good weather. I I still can't run, but I can bike. Yeah, the biking has been a little warm, though. It's not bad. I can I can deal with warm biking. I, I can't deal with cold biking. <laughs> you can, it can be 110 out there. I'll bike. If it's 50, it's like, oh, this is miserable. <laughs>
0: i mean it gets a little chilly i guess i didn't have a problem we had a bike group last night and uh i lead kind of the slower guys and um uh, we just had one guy that just struggled and struggled and turns out he had barely had any water throughout the day and that was kind of a mistake when it's 90 degrees something at 6 pm and you're riding up some hills
1: yeah but well he I was mean, okay but you was... get the, you get the whole heart rate being much higher when it gets real hot like that i went out and did a, a hard ride on sunday mm-hmm. myself and it was it was one of the ones where whenever it went up somewhere in the middle i would sprint it usually near the top like a where i'd try to make a pass and, and just sprint up the hill it sounds horrible and go as hard as possible on some of the on, on the hill sections if you know anything about this area there's a lot of hills <laughs> yeah i was doing a lot of sprints we had
0: 1700 feet and 24 miles last night there <laughs> so, you
1: go yeah. it's about what i did in my hour and 15 minute ride yeah where i was hammering up the hills it, the heart rate was higher although my heart rate over time has decreased it's this weird Good. thing I, I guess it's over as you age your max heart rate goes down yeah it it has it has gone down dramatically for me
0: blood pressure goes up heart rate goes down okay
1: because i used to max out like if i was at a race and i got up to 168 170 it's like okay i don't have much time and i'm done yeah (laughs) i'm I'm at the top of my limit now that number is like 161 162 it is much lower i I got up right around 160
0: at night has your resting heart rate gone Mm -mm.
1: okay my resting heart rate's still around 40, 40 uh, 42, 40, 42 to 45. I'm
0: scurrying as I age, and women tend to have a higher heart rate anyway, but my resting heart rate's going up a bit, so. Well,
1: that's because you don't get out as much. You should do more, tri- more triathlons. How <laughs> many triathlons you going to do this year? <laughs> Zip. I'm just messing with Probably, I don't, I don't know. You.
0: I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I mean, you know, between eye surgery, yay, I can see. And just everything. You've is. had
1: a lot of downtime
0: I've had a lot. Yeah, between the I'm, knee and then the eye, and then I'm looking at another surgery. You know, I'm going to have some fun.
1: I'm thinking that's why the heart rate's, resting heart rate's gone up some. Maybe. Not
0: You're just not age. As, yeah. yeah. The weight has not gone up. It's stayed the same. Thank God, with everything. I've managed to keep that under control. But... Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm just, you know, I know that the years wash. So that's why I like did that mountain bike duathlon like, Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. whatever. Go have fun. So no, I may I'm like, even like spit out a couple 5Ks here, which I haven't done in years. I have not raced. So, eh, why not?
1: Yeah. The ride this weekend, which I, sorry, this all this comes back to <laughs> what I was, point I was trying to make, but got lost in the tangents like we are want to do.
0: <laughs> I'm a squirrel. Who
1: We, uh,. uh because I was going out and doing this hard rides. Right. Add in 90 plus degree yeah. temperatures. Mm-hmm. Kept my heart rate up around that 160 line. The Garmin thought I had done like a VO2 max workout yeah. level. And it probably was just from a heart rate standpoint. It yeah. wasn't from a power standpoint. It was probably close at points. It was just interesting. And I thought that was because of my because it was so hot. And I'm sure You're that's right. probably what happened to this guy last night that heat yeah everything gets elevated you don't have water the body responds poorly to all of these environment variables and bad things happen in your ride yes yeah
0: we were watching him closely his his legs were well he wasn't really cramping up but he would just i you know on my road bike i've got a mirror you know when i'm leading a group and stuff and i we were going downhill on 60 coming back to our starting point And I was trying to keep at a speed. I mean, I'm a whole lot smaller than him, but I was like, okay, if he sticks on my wheel, he's at least going to get some kind of draft and not have to work so hard. And uh, so I was trying to keep at a speed that he was not having to paddle, you know, uh, so that he could at least get a break, you know, near the end. Going up the hills, though, I mean, there was just not too much I could do. I had another rider, and he's still coming, kind of coming back, and he stayed with him. The two of them stayed together. So, I mean, yeah, I wasn't doing any hard Hard going up hills. I was actually going as slow as I possibly could without falling over on some of those hills. I was like, they're still way back there. Okay, i got to keep them in sight. (laughs) The joys of being a ride leader.
1: Yes, oh yes. Making sure everybody's all right. Yeah, especially when you start climbing. Because that's when when the group's really splinter, is when you start getting that verticality. Yeah. You get a lot of riders who don't do a lot of that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, both... um, Well, only one. He he's like lives on the other side of town, or is where he usually rides. So uh, it's like, yeah, it's not quite as steep as we get over here.
1: Now, now the hilarious part about my ride over the weekend when I did this hard ride was my watch when I got done, which I had to send you a picture of. Yes, recovery time. What the is recovery that? time for my ride, the garment said 3.5 days. Days. <laughs> I didn't know they gave responses in days.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I've, I seen, I've seen 30
1: it. something hours.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen 32 hours, but 3.5 days. Days. I've never seen
1: it marked in days. That was hilarious.
0: Because <laughs> like, there's not enough room to put them any hours. <laughs> I, I don't know how many. I'd have to make it. It wouldn't
1: have been that much. It had only been like 80 hours. Yeah, and so it should have fit two digits. I'm guessing but... that once they get to three days, it's. They go to days. They don't want
0: to. Well, it makes people have to math.
1: <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, it. I was. Although it, I was kind of tracking it and it came down. I think it, it flipped over in like sixty something hours.
0: Okay.
1: Said, it might be like two and a half days. It, once I guess when they get to about that three day market kind yeah. of. I mean, once you're getting over
0: forty eight hours, it's like okay, I got to math to figure out what the next you know. Well next now I'm now is. I'm at
1: forty hours a couple days later. <laughs>
0: Wow. See, I just kind of ignore that. Cause.
1: Well, the recovery time is meant to give you an indication of when you should do your next hard workout. Hard workout. Basically, the next couple of days, you should do more aerobic, easier efforts mm-hmm. rather than try to go out and, and peg it again. That makes sense. Usually, I've found it to be fairly accurate at that. If I try to really go hard, especially if my recovery is over 12 hours or 24 hours, Mm -hmm. I have a real difficult time hitting those high-end numbers. I can still do a hard workout. Right. I just can't hit the numbers. I probably want to hit in the workout, meaning I probably should have not tried to go hard. I should have Mm -hmm. probably waited that time. Waited a little bit. (laughs) Until the body is ready to absorb the strenuous stuff again makes sense now some of that is i think some of that recovery time for this one is from the heat yeah which elevated my heart rate which gave the garmin kind of a false sense of how hard i actually rode yeah yeah so i'm kind of dealing with that Uh, i probably won't be as serious about that recovery time because of that yeah (laughs) it's just funny because it was a hard workout in the heat but heart rate 3.
0: was 3.5 days
1: yes 3.5 <laughs> days was the recovery time for for an hour and 20 minute workout <laughs> wow yeah well, it was, and it's all because my heart was probably five or six beats higher than it would have, would normally, have been normally been if it had been like in the 80s yeah when i went out and rode
0: yeah <laughs> interesting wow that's funny good information from Garmin's, but yeah you really have to put it in context
1: sometimes you have to distill it down sometimes you have to go okay this is more of an exception than a yeah than a hard fast rule
0: i see a lot of people on facebook complaining about when it so says that they're under training or over training or you need to move and it's like okay i just did five miles i'm sitting down you need to move you know it's like oh well,
1: the, the move is yeah that's a time based if you sit still for an hour it'll say move and you'll have yeah. a move bar that gets created you have to then the one
0: that's you know you're under trained or
1: it's usually uh yeah under tra- it's not under trained it's um
0: it? it's got the different colors yeah it's performance
1: um, level it's Uh, unproductive
0: unproductive yeah there we go yeah
1: the unproductive one that's going to be one that if you do a lot of long distance stuff you're probably going to run into that one a little more often
0: the facebook page that i see them griping is the ultras
1: (laughs) that doesn't surprise me if you look at garmin and what they consider optimal training they have aerobic anaerobic and like the higher than anaerobic really Mm -hmm. hard hard efforts. In fact that ride I did help push me into the productive status. <laughs>
0: Yay. You're productive.
1: Because I was always in that high anaerobic. I was just a little short in that high okay. anaerobic. Which for me I should be for most athletes that's probably you you probably want to be in yeah. their optimal. I could see how if you're a, a extreme distance where you spend so much time in aerobic you don't spend enough time in the high intensity yeah. areas that's where you end up in unproductive because you're not being productive for advancing VO2 max. Mm -hmm. The Garmin is that productivity is all based on your VO2 VO2 max. max. And you have to have a wide range of input types to move the VO2 max. Mm -hmm. All you're doing on the long stuff is just improving your aerobic engine, which is not the same thing as improving your overall fitness. Yeah. (laughs) Well, depending on what you're training for. And your ability to produce convert oxygen at a higher level which is what the vo2 max is
0: well anything else going on what's going on with soccer
1: we are starting to ramp up i've got my team this year which is not my son which will be interesting Mm. there's a lot of logistics (laughs) that need to be addressed in the early stages we don't really have a good communication system it's been kind of a wild ride i i sent out like an email message to the team and like like half of them they got caught up their spam filters it just because was kind of they a just... we had a meeting it was kind of an introductory letter hey here's some basic stuff and oh, wow. it, i guess I it would it... look like a i guess a like a form letter that all the spam have wow but yeah let me introduce myself i'm you know oh. i'm gonna manage your money or something <laughs> like that Yeah. I would thing. like to sell you some life yeah, insurance. Yeah, I would like to sell you. I, I guess it seemed kind of like that. It caught up in spam it's, filters, which is hilarious. Funny. Wow. <laughs> it, it, the, they didn't really have, parents didn't have my email address either. They kind of emailed one, the one guy who's kind of okay. managing it. And it was just, it's been this yeah. kind of a nightmare. But we're kind of getting on the same page now. And I, okay. I had to get, make sure everybody's registered, which I think most of my kids are already registered. Good. And then the last challenge was getting jersey numbers. Oof. They wanted us to let the kids pick the jersey number. I'm like, okay, well, I am not gonna let just kids randomly pick jersey numbers. Otherwise, we, no, we would end up with sixty nine. Oh.
0: I forgot the Well, age. they're a little young
1: now for that. Yeah. But like my son couple yeah, sixty nine. Then everybody'd be like, nice which is what all the YouTubers do when they come across that number.
0: Yeah, your son does watch YouTube. <laughs>
1: That's what would happen now. Like I said, this age you wouldn't get that. Yeah, I don't want numbers like fifty-five or seventy-three or just these massive numbers that are not really soccer numbers or more football numbers. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, okay, pick three numbers and then I'll choose between those three. Uh, Like uh, most of them, like, yeah, two-thirds of them had one as one of their options. I'm like, okay, we're not gonna have one as one of our numbers.
0: Yeah. Just. I mean, unless it's the goalie, maybe.
1: Well, number one is a lot of people times it's the number one kid or whatever. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, I just yeah. want to kind of avoid, yeah, avoid that <laughs> in the first yeah. age. Yeah, I'm number one, whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to kind of avoid that. Through yeah. threw one off the list, and then any numbers above thirty <laughs> off the list or yeah. twenty five. I try to keep it in the lower numbers, like a real soccer number. Yeah, because the uh, like the American team and stuff like that. I believe they have twenty four on their team they don't travel with 24 Okay. so you have to have 24 unique numbers like I said not all 24 play only like 15 13 14 might play in a game they have to have their whole roster but they still have
0: to have everybody has to have their own numbers so okay making kids choose I learned a long time ago you know classroom pets or whatever it's like okay you, you, you let everybody submit their names and then I take them and pick three that I can live with and then they get to pick. That's how we name pets at my house. That's how we do all that. If
1: it, if it was left to me, I would take two through fifteen and maybe throw a thirteen out, mm-hmm. and like let the kids just pick it out of a hat, or put them up on a board, and we'll draw names out of a hat. And you can go pick the number you one yeah. of the remaining numbers left. Yeah. We're gonna have numbers two through thirteen or fourteen or and whatever, and move on. Yep. I'm not big on the whole individual. It just takes a
0: lot of a lot of time too, and it's. A jersey number. I mean, they're, they're going to have her a season. Two. Oh, two seasons? Okay.
1: Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Jer- jerseys usually last two seasons, I think.
0: Okay. Well, speaking of kids, we started talking about um, kids' triathlon yes. last week. So we're going to kind of continue talking about that.
1: Yes. Let's continue our discussion of that. Because uh, we have the kids' triathlon coming up in Shelbyville, as That's I mentioned. Right. Mm-hmm. That should be in, what, two weeks now?
0: Yeah. What did we say, July 22nd? Uh, yeah, July twenty.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Oh, no, it was 26. 26. Because it was the Sorry. weekend. Okay. And then they had the one in September, which is kind of what kicked off this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So if you know anybody who's got kids who want to do triathlon, two weeks, sign up. If not, go in September and do it. It's fun. It's, it's worth and actually, for And actually,
0: it's not a bad idea if your child is interested in it but nervous about doing it or you don't know anything about it. Go watch. Yes. You know, it's small enough. And it's not like an Ironman where you're going to be there for, you know...
1: Well, and it's a chance hours. to get your kid active. If you can get them to sold on the idea of a triathlon, yeah. maybe they'll actually train for it somewhat. There you go. They can actually go out and touch grass, which I always had to get my kid to do. I love that you always tell You need to go outside and touch grass. <laughs> That's another YouTube okay. thing.
0: Pet the grass, come back <laughs> inside. That's where
1: they talk about all like the sweats and stuff, who game. It's like they never get outside, so they're oh. always playing. It's like, you need to you need to get out there and touch some <laughs> grass, <Touching> kid. Touch grass. <laughs> Instead of sitting here playing games, and all the don't time. bring
0: the game with you. <laughs> Just leave that.
1: Just go out and touch some grass. <laughs> touch some so grass. if you need your kids to go out and touch some grass, maybe this is an opportunity the to way do it. Yeah. I, it, what I wanted to do with this podcast is kind of talk about the differences in training kids versus adults for oh. triathlon because the there are differences in how we should train for races. The last time we mentioned that kids don't have that aerobic engine, right? Which means that it's not a good idea to go. Well, I'm going out and running ten miles. Maybe my kid should go out and run ten miles with me. <laughs> Bad idea. What we want to do with kids is work on sprinting, work on speed. Those are things we want to try to develop as young age as possible. Mm-hmm. The endurance will come with the aging standpoint. You, know, you got to work on the speed because, like I said, they don't they don't have the aerobic engine. There's a reason that marathoners are 28. 30 yeah. when they become dominant in the world it's because their aerobic engines don't develop into their mid-20s well there's fully. a reason
0: why most marathons i mean this came up this year with the flying pig where a family had a small child i can't remember how old he was and they they had banded at the race last year so the race director's like well i at least want to know that he's there and so he allowed it and kid i mean oh my gosh there's no way that kid should have been
1: well, they just—they're suffering at that point because there's yeah. no capacity to do that. But he they're wanted
0: just, to. No, yeah, they're just, anyway, they're just
1: pushing through at that point. Yeah. So let's work on speed with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to go out and run a mile or two, that—that's okay. But you'd be better off like half their workouts being sprints. If they had friends, then you could play games like tag and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I know you did that with your.
0: Oh yeah, we played any type of
1: chasing game. Any
0: kind of, and we put it on a hill too. That was always fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, sharks and minnows? Sharks and minnows. That's I a good. Love word. sharks and minnows. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you can get a couple kids and play some games like that where they have to sprint after each other, um, put it on a flat ground. You put it on a hill, but you can put it on a flat ground where they have oh, yeah. to like get max speed yeah that's what we're trying to do with kids is trying to get them up to that max speed mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of boring to a kid to do okay we're gonna do 15 sprints with 10 seconds rest or 15 seconds rest or whatever we did uh,
0: suicide realize those were fun yeah. too and because the kids are short to the ground so they can touch the ground
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not old and stiff yeah they, they we, would put me in and i'm ground. like
0: i got a lot further to reach than y'all <laughs> <laughs> Dang. it was fun but yeah lots of speed for the running. So
1: the running so what setup. about bike um let's do bike last let's okay. talk about swimming we'll next okay. usually with swimming you're probably your best bet for that is to join one of the summer swim teams
0: oh yeah yeah and there's a bunch of them that, we actually have one in frankfurt we, the, most we actually cities have an actually will or... have
1: a summer type swim team mm-hmm. maybe not like a usa swimming that swims 10 months out of the year they generally will have that two or three months in the summer Right. It's a good chance to kinda of get them in and, and do that as a good way to learn to swim and learn to swim kind of competitively. Mm-hmm. The distances they do in those are not extreme, not like the USA swimming kids I and mean, the USA swimming kids will do four or five thousand yards in a workout. Yeah. The summer leagues maybe do a fifteen hundred. Well, and that's 2, when they're 000. recruiting
0: for Yes. You know, so it's it they are they're expecting newer
1: swimmers. Well, those are the kids lots of those so. kids go and swim for high school or whatever the school is and Mm -hmm. things of that nature as well but that's a good chance to get your kid instruction on how to swim otherwise you're going to have to take them and and, and try to teach them yourself how to to swim Uh, your mileage may vary with teaching your own kids (laughs) well the nice thing about the swim teams are is they they'll race yeah which kind of gets the competitive juices going and Mm -hmm. forces them to get faster if you talk to the coach in advance say hey my son's interested in triathlon. I'd like to focus more on the freestyle. The coach will say, well, we're not going to focus on freestyle, but I'll keep that in mind. And Hopefully you'll get in more freestyle events than, say, butterfly yeah. or breaststroke or whatever the coach feels like putting you in.
0: <laughs> I mean, my daughter, she was not a competitive person at all. That's just, like, not in her personality at all. And uh, But she was on the swim teams, and a lot of times she just didn't compete. You know, she went to practices, and okay. she just didn't go to the meets. You know, and that was fine with me. I just wanted her moving. I wanted her exercising. I wanted her doing something. she doesn't want to compete, you know, she's one of these that her first uh, high school meet, there was a girl with uh, Down syndrome, and I'm like, oh, gosh, if she sees her, she's going (laughs) to make sure that the other girl stays in front of her. You know, so it's like why? So you don't actually have to compete if you don't want to, you know, if they just want to go get the good instruction.
1: True. But I like the idea of them, of pushing them. The, the the swim team concept pushes them kids tend to be competitive with each other mm-hmm. that allows them you know, the competition forces you to swim fast mm-hmm. this is like the sprinting side of it but with swimming the faster you're forced to swim the faster you'll become as a swimmer yeah to some extent especially for a kid's triathlon that's only gonna be a couple hundred yards anyway yeah these aren't exactly you know, yeah They're swim across the uh, english channel type swims that's cold too. <laughs> yeah, I'm miserable. I, those people are crazy. <laughs> but that's a different topic of conversation. Now, biking is a different beast altogether because you have two competing issues here. One is the actual bike they're going to use. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, the kids will show up in like their BMX bike or their Walmart special yeah. flat bar six gear seven gear bike
0: get a bell and a basket yep <laughs> and
1: then there'll be others that'll actually show up on actual kids roads bikes or uh, like women's small road bike because <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get the really small sizes for yeah for kids if you can get like a women's extra small road bike those are pretty small yeah and you can get a if your kids 11 12 13 that they probably fit on one of those potentially mm-hmm. You have different road bikes there, wide range. Depending on what your expectations are is where you probably want to fall in that range.
0: Make sure the tires <laughs> are pumped If your kid up. really
1: wants to do well and wants to compete, you'd better get him a road bike. If he's just there to have some fun, you can go by with his BMX or whatever Walmart seven-speed yep. bike.
0: What did? What's the distance on the bike again?
1: It's At the older levels, it gets to be... 10k which is six miles okay, six miles okay half of the sprint for the younger three kids, three to though, six miles it's... like on a bmx bike three or four miles is a long way that's a long way that's going to take some time yeah if you can afford and find a road bike you're better off going down that road
0: mm-hmm. they're very but easy to sell
1: they can be easy to sell but the problem is they're not cheap
0: <laughs> yeah yeah if you make the that's investment the, you're, the you're gonna lose you're, you're, yeah, it,
1: yeah you're but, gonna have to spend I guess if you can find a used one, that'd be a hard one to find. Used if you buy new, I mean, you're going to spend at least six, like seven hundred bucks minimum yeah. on something like that.
0: One of those things. If you have kids, like several, that might be interested you can, in, it, you can.
1: Well, this is again why you had triathlon club. This is why a triathlon club works right. so well for kids. Is because okay, well, I've got my kids aging out. They're aging out into real road bikes. Well, they've got their older, smaller bikes. They can sell to the kids. Yep, they are coming, coming after them, and you can kind of recycle your bikes that yeah. way and keep them a little bit fresher and, and not have to spend that much money on them. Mm-hmm. Now, the other challenge with cycling and kids is not necessarily getting them to go fast, getting them to turn and things of that nature. It's teaching them the rules of the road. <laughs> yeah, If we're going to go out and ride on the road to learn to ride, you can there's a lot of paths and things like that you gotta learn the rules of the road you gotta know what stop sign is mm-hmm. kids don't know what stop signs are they just kind of roll through them and whatever <laughs> they don't know right from their left to begin with yet alone yeah. we need to ride on the right side
0: where is that
1: uh, yeah it takes time to teach them things that as an adult we take for granted if i'm gonna ride a bike it was like oh i just treat it like a car also on the right side i'll mm-hmm. stop at stop signs and the over the especially the traffic lights yeah kids are like well i don't know what this is let's keep going
0: <laughs> i sit in the back seat <laughs> yeah they, they don't
1: know where they are or where they're going and yeah then you teach them kind of where to go on the where the different roads are there's a lot of metadata that has to be taught with kids not just hey this is how you ride a bike once the kids get the balance a lot of the basic elements of biking is not that challenging mm-hmm. they're going to probably slow down a lot for corners i mean you could teach them the corner and get a little bit better at that, that's, that's a skill they could potentially learn without mm-hmm. too much trouble. A lot of it's just teaching them how to ride on the road mm-hmm. for the now, training I mean, standpoint.
0: Now, during the race, you know, of course, it's It's, it's always closed. closed. But,
1: Those well. skills, though, of being able to ride on the right-hand side are still applicable in triathlon. You don't want to be all over the path riding your bike. Yeah. You, you need to learn how wreck. to Yeah, <laughs> somebody's going to wreck and run into each other. It's going to yeah. be bad. The, the rules of the road are still applicable in this situation how to ride around other people Mm -hmm. these are the skills you have to teach kids as much as okay we're going to learn to ride fast generally like the fitness can come from the running and swimming Mm -hmm. biking is more at this at that age a lot of times can be more skill based than the other ones you're teaching them how to ride properly among others how to ride properly on a road because most people are if you're going to ride a lot to train you're going to have to ride on the road yeah unless you happen to live next to one of these bike to bike trail things yeah there's no yeah. way you're going to do that every day around
0: here you know if you're at parklands or legacy trail or something easy peasy but here in frankfurt yeah we've got what one mile Yeah, and that's about it
1: so yeah just going and riding downtown you know knowing what the traffic is and things of that yeah. nature it, it's good to know those things mm-hmm. how to deal with oncoming traffic those become kind of your challenges with kids is they just don't know how to behave on a road and that's okay i mean they just i'm never thinking about to.
0: you know kids hollering on your left and you know the kid that they're passing doesn't know which way left is <laughs> that too? granted there's adults that are like that as well so. <laughs> <laughs> what <Good. clears throat> but so,
1: yeah so the races are close which is nice they're, they're not likely to be in traffic but at the end of the day if we're if i'm going to ride two or three times a week chances yeah. are i'm going to have to interact with the road and so there's all that yeah. teaching that has to go in with with that aspect of it right rather than hey we're gonna go out and train to ride the bike hard because like it's different with you know with kids there's there's really not that much fitness needed to do all of these things it's not mm-hmm. like you have to go out and train forever to swim a couple hundred yards and bike four or five miles and run one or two yeah it's not like it's this huge train thing you just have to kind of get them in shape and give them the skills they need to do well you know mm-hmm. they can go out and learn to sprint and run fast and and do like a local 3k or something like that to to kind of warm up for the most part yeah it's it's not like it's not like an adult who's trying to train for much longer distances and Mm -hmm. has to put in the work to be able to do that on race day the kids is a lot less work it's much more skill based Mm -hmm. than it is fitness based the training as long as
0: you have a kid that goes outside and plays and is you know touches 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 grass more than once a week.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's skills, it's swimming, learn to swim, biking, learn to ride a bike, learn to ride the roads. And these on the road. These are
0: all skills that, you know, every kid should have, you know, it, there's, yes. there's just certain things that everybody should know. And I mean, it's
1: good for anybody to have. And then uh, yeah, how to run fast, how to sprint. Yeah. How to run with some decent form at, at, at speed. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm teaching kids. That, this is this is the training for triathlon. It's not, "Hey, am I getting so much uh, anaerobic, aerobic?" So those things, those are, those are. that's the adult training. The kids, it's, yeah. I, I'm teaching them the skills, giving them, and just doing it a couple of days a week so and giving them more than enough fitness to make it through these races. They don't need all, <clears this. throat> they don't need as much training. They as don't the need a garment
0: get. telling them that they're uh, overtraining. Yeah, overtraining or what their recovery <laughs> or, uh, is. Not being productive, stuff. yeah.
1: Yeah, because they don't need, because they're not doing a 50-mile race or 60-mile yeah. race. They're doing very short distances. They're, yeah. The, the race itself is going to probably take them much less than an hour. Yeah. You just don't need that much. they are out there to have to fun,
0: that. you know, and just and learn skills. And learn skills and, and, learn, you know, the skills and learn how to, learn to, how to compete something.
1: in that sport. If mm-hmm. they're good, they'll, like any other sport, they'll rise quickly to the top, and then you can start thinking about elite training, mm-hmm. which is a different beast. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're talking about, even with the elite with kids, it's still the same thing. I've got to be a fast swimmer. A fast swimmer is not necessarily this fitness thing. It's a skill thing. It's skill. Same skill. Th- running, some of that's just natural. You're know, you either fast or you're not to some extent. Mm-hmm. You're going to find that out probably at a somewhat young age yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah. What is your speed level? <laughs> you know, Can you run a six-minute mile without any problem? When your
0: three-year-old takes off from you. <laughs> if you can't catch them, yeah, they're going to be a runner.
1: <laughs> yeah, but if your kid's running a six-minute mile or something like that at a young age... He's probably got some speed he probably yeah. will be a lead runner if uh, so it's yeah it's it's just a different beast with kids with kids it's much more it's completely skill driven rather than uh, fitness driven and and you know to be honest parents can learn a lot from that mm-hmm. adults are adults many times will sacrifice skill to try to go out and get a little more fitness mm-hmm I tell people, it's like, well, you know, if we're going down a hill and I can do 50 and you break at 30, all that fitness you gained, well, I gained 15 or 20 seconds on you in this downhill section. <laughs> you know, we go around a corner and I get out of it 5, 10, 15 seconds faster than you. We do four or five corners. Well, I've gained a minute. All yeah. that aero equipment you did is just now lost and all that extra fitness has now been lost because I've outskilled you in certain areas, yes. transitionary, whatever it might be. Yeah. You can outskill people. Mm-hmm. And, and make up a lot of fitness difference just by being skilled. Right. A lot of times I think adults could learn something from that and the kid training is like, hey, maybe I should spend more time getting faster yeah. with my speed my swimming. Well the or duathlon learning that. how to uh, ride a bike better.
0: The duathlon that I did the I definitely outran the other woman that was in the race and she was only 25 years old. but her mountain bike skills were amazing. I'm a, I'm a fitter athlete than she is.
1: But yeah, it, well, I mean, mountain biking just exas- exacerbates it because that is much more skilled than road biking.
0: Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter how strong I was going up the hills. If I couldn't navigate them because I didn't have the skills to get over them, then,
1: you know. Yeah, you give up uh, a lot of time, especially mountain biking.
0: Yeah. So skills are definitely important. And I like triathlon for kids, too, because you're getting them exposed to three different school sports. It's fun. It moves quickly. There's a lot involved. There's a lot of steps. There's a process to it all. They, there's a lot of know,
1: there's a lot of variety in the training as well, yeah. which is nice because that's one of the things you want to do with kids is try to get them in multiple sports if you can, or at least mm-hmm. playing some other sports besides whatever one they really like. Right. You know, for fun, whatever it is. So yeah, yeah, it's always good. No,
0: it's good. But I'm just, I'm even thinking on a cognitive level. Just they've got to plan. They've got to think about what they're doing next no, and what they're they don't. doing.
1: You know, the parents tell them what to do. <laughs> That's how <way> this works. <laughs> so you sit at the side of the transition. You Put you you your helmet money
0: off money you're on, out.
1: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I mean uh, there is some of that, but usually it's like everything else. You're trying to just ingrain those. You don't want decision making generally in a race. You want to. No, yeah, but to they've got to
0: You know, they have to have a plan. They have yes. to know what they're doing ahead. They've got to think about it. You know they shouldn't have to think about it during the race. You're right, but all that preparation and stuff—it's it, a lot, it and is. it's you know a lot more than
1: yeah, some, lot just doing the, a single sport. It teaches them some some issues, some logistical planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: See, right? Gee, I know kids. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. So if you are if you have a child and interested in checking out the Shelbyville Triathlon, yeah. That is over at the Family Activity Center. What do we say? July. It's
1: July twenty sixth, I think. And then they have one in they have one in September. September as well.
0: So, but uh, great pool. It's a great. Your child definitely needs to be able to swim in that pool because it is quite deep. It's eleven feet.
1: Yeah, you have to be able to swim. You've got to be able to swim. Then the bike is fairly straightforward inside the park, and so is the runs.
0: Yeah, no big hills. So no. even, you know, and that's the other thing with kids triathlon. They're not going to throw a big monster hill in on the kids. Generally
1: not, no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: a little BMX bike is going to have some trouble. Yeah. So it's a fun event. Yes. All righty. Well, if you uh, are listening to us on iTunes, like us. No. No.
1: Five stars. Five stars.
0: <laughs> i just like messing with you, Brian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someday you'll learn this. Uh, yeah. If you're listening on iTunes, give us five stars. We can use the five-star ratings on iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, watching us on YouTube, hit the like button if you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, subscribe if you want to see more content. Yeah, there's a bell there, too. If you hit that, you'll be notified when we update. Because we're not updating every day, but we are updating once a week.
0: Yep, we're back on our once-a-week schedule right now. Yeah. Yay.
1: Yeah, but it is not the same day we <laughs> release every day. It no. might be useful to hook that bell. Yeah, yeah.
0: It does <laughs> not always the right Uh, And if you're looking for a coach, check us out at Go3Sport. Oh my gosh, 3sport.com.
1: Go3sport.com. I am
0: really messing up today. Sorry (laughs) about that, Brian. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone.